Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, 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 howdy, hey, what's going on? Not much. We're just worried about how everything is going with you. How's all everything well as it can be? Our Lisa, was, yeah. I heard she was a trooper. And, uh, yeah, Lisa had, the, Lisa had the surgery on Wednesday, and she came to it fine. Uh, actually, it was amazing to me. Um, she went home that night. You know, I'm thinking back to when my mom and stuff had her knees replaced and everything. She was in the hospital for like a week and a half, it seems to me. And they're t- they were, and I was talking to the nurses about that, and they're like, "No, they can replace a hip, and you can be home that night." So it's uh, the advances in medicine is just incredible, especially when it comes to surgery. And to me, it makes sense. You know, I mean, I guess we could be cynical and say it's the insurance companies pushing people out because they don't want to pay for hotel rooms. But I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better in my house than I do it in a hotel in a uh, hospital room. I hate hospitals. No, I 100 percent agree with you. I think the. uh... I mean, we do need the wonderful Judith and stuff when things are really, really bad. But if it, if it, if you're capable of going home, go home because I think it gives you a better attitude towards things. Makes yep. you feel yeah, you're I mean, in the right direction. If you can go home, it, it, I think psychologically it makes you feel better. Yeah, and you just feel a lot more comfortable, obviously. So, But, uh, yeah, she had the surgery. She's going to go. We're going for the chemo appointment on thursday the 30th i don't think she'll start that day but i think we'll have to go over everything and they'll check the the uh port for that and all that type of stuff and get her ready and and hopefully they can just schedule it on mondays or tuesdays and then we won't even have an issue um but i filed all my paperwork with uh for a family medical leave of absence so i won't get docked at disney for missing any days that i have to so and we're, we're doing okay so i think everything's gonna be all right so yeah i just i just wish you i wish they took care of you for all your days but that's not happening but at least you're not going to get docked or get penalized yeah yeah Yeah, i won't get paid for them i'll have to use my vacation or sick days or whatever but that's okay i mean as long as i don't get uh end up getting fired for missing days for chemotherapy yeah for god's sakes so but uh yeah it, it 
should be everything should be uh just fine so nice. um and and once again uh to everybody out there thank you so much for uh, all the support this week i posted a lot of stuff on wednesday when we were in for the surgery and stuff and the response i had from it was uh really heartwarming and then not to mention the uh near four thousand dollars that uh we were able to raise to help uh def- you know help fund her uh medical bills which eh, are going to be pretty stout <laughs> we've got a good start on it thanks to everybody's kindness so we certainly do appreciate it so well, we wish i i'll speak for us i wish we could do more and we'll be here for you the entire time and i'm just glad that, that it was something to point it was it was nice to see John that everybody pitched in here and there to help you out and it, you know it kind of put a smile on your face in a bad time so it was a good thing and I'm happy uh, everybody uh, pitched in it was really nice so okay we just we just avoided an accident here so okay yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. uh, it wasn't me so that's, that's good so yeah, we, anyway yeah yeah uh, it really like you said it really did put a smile on my face and uh, uh renewed a little bit of faith in humanity how uh, how well that uh everybody came together and and, and did us and did that and and you know i mean uh I know some some people obviously were able to give a little more than others and stuff like that. But some of the ones that that meant the most to me, honestly, were some of my fellow cast members who don't get paid crap, mm-hmm. who, who uh, uh, you know, um, they took the time to, to send me 15, 20 bucks. And that means an awful lot, you know, because it um, it. it probably is a lot harder for them to get that together than some folks that gave more money. So I appreciate everybody, but it really, uh, it really let me know that, uh, I've got some really good friends out here at Disney too. So. Yeah. Well, every bit helps and the thought helps the prayers help. I mean, do what you can. Nobody was, like I said, and everybody could tell with our show, we don't, we don't ask for anything. So, I mean, so we don't expect nothing. We understand that uh, I don't judge anybody by who or what they do or do not have. It's just whatever you do have. Thank you for any any thoughts, kind words, or every little bit and the little anything that you could have gave. We we really appreciate it over here. So that's yep, the way absolutely. I look at it. Yeah, you know, I you know just anybody like it, I don't go by what people. I go by they actually took the time to think of me. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. All the all the people that give us the support on the Facebook and Twitter for when I was posting the stuff on Wednesday, so uh, it certainly made us feel uh, a little better. So. Yeah. Even my brother Tomator, he reached out to me uh, probably three or four times. Check it on Lisa. So it was uh, it was nice. How's your buddy's How's your buddy's wife? I said she still hasn't gotten rid of John, but everything else seems to be doing pretty <laughs> darn good. So yeah, she may be locked in now. I don't yeah. think she's gonna have much choice. So. Yeah, she's not getting you removed anytime soon, John. So yeah, but yeah. Anyhow, it was uh, it was nice to see the uh, all the uh, contributions. So thank you guys so much. Uh, we had our buddy Robbie on. The show is going to be out next week. We, me and Robbie recorded Friday night. And uh, that was a lot of fun. It was supposed to be a 40-minute show turned into an hour and a half. So I think Robbie can actually talk as much as me, John. So that's the problem. We, woo, we. You didn't have uh, anybody to calm that down. Nope. We were uh, duetting mouse. That's <laughs> what we were. <laughs> no, but now we had a lot to talk about. I'll be honest with you, dude. And again, I hate that term. 
me, I could that, that kind could, of implies that you're not honest. With yeah, you. exactly. I hate okay. it, but we could have probably gone another hour and a half. I just I had to finally cut him off because I not cut him off, but I felt bad keeping him on because I knew he probably hadn't eaten yet, and it was getting close to ten o'clock for me, and I was up since four, so it was like it was a long day, but we covered a lot, but. We didn't cover everything we could have. I had like 10 other questions they asked him about his trip. So I told him I would get him on again. So, Yeah, he uh, certainly had a, a heck of a trip and ate a lot of good food. So I'm looking forward to listening to the show. Yeah, he had, he had a good time. He liked meeting you. He said, I actually tried to coerce him into telling me how bad of a driver you were, but he wouldn't do it. Well, good. That $10 went a long way. Yeah. I said, John, did he have the bus on? I said, Robbie, did John have the bus on two wheels at any time during your drive? He said, no, John was actually very cautious and a very good driver. So. Ah, well, listen, listen to that. All right, yes. I like it. I said, you you know the story well. But anyhow. <laughs> but anyway, he had a really good time. We were We were all over the board with it. We were everywhere from... Grand Floridian to Riverside to Disney Springs to Animal Kingdom back to the studios over to and just to be honest with you again it was mostly about food and beer and alcohol <laughs> I would imagine so I mean that's what he uh, that's what he enjoys uh, and yeah, he spent a lot of time and a lot of uh, a lot of fundage <laughs> he is uh, yeah. he is our high rolling uh, uh, rootin' tootin' uh, highfalutin' young yeah. man so yeah. yeah, he doesn't know how to have a good time. No, Robbie's a great, great guy, and we love having him on the show, and he's been a major support of our show. So thank you for joining me, and then uh, you'll hear the whole interview this week, which is very, very good. It's uh, the Robbie podcast with Doug joining him for the show. There you go. There you so, go. So it means it's a better episode if Robbie's leading it instead of this this guy over here. So, uh, But he did give me a compliment. He said that... I he he likes my knowledge on cooking. He gave me props on talking about cooking, which eh, made me feel good, John. Well, I don't I don't know how much you, how much you can do that. I think he, he he gave me props for having good taste in beer. So you know, so he's uh, he, he's a uh, a pleasant man that that uh, likes to give compliments. So. Yeah, he said he don't he eats good, but don't cook a lot. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so. yeah, that may be true too. I know he does. He does uh, really enjoy uh, eating out. So yeah, yeah you're probably right. So. Yeah, so you'll hear the interview. It was very good, but he did give me compliments on my food knowledge, which, which I'll, I'll give my own that. I do not have. I've taught myself. Brenda taught me well, and then I uh, continued to push the bar on that. I love to cook. You know, I love to experiment. So. You like to cook too, Johnny. So, I do indeed. So, but what's going on with your lightning, dude? I see that the lightning were playing, the, the trying to tie the series up. The night of Lisa's came home from surgery, I was all happy. I said, uh, "Hopefully, the lightning tie it up tonight. John and Lisa will be able to watch the game. They get home in time. It'll be a nice night for them for her to just chill and watch the game." And they lost in overtime. What's up with that, John? They lost in overtime, and then all of a sudden they're down three to one. It doesn't look good at all. They're going back to Denver, and then what do they do? They win in Denver mm-hmm. and uh, pull out a victory there. So now it's three two, and uh, I think we got a game uh, tomorrow night um, where hopefully it's back and it's going to be back in Tampa, and hopefully we can tie the series and then win it in Denver. But uh, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. So 
Yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting. They're two good teams. Uh, Colorado is a good team, so Denver's a good team. Yeah, and the Avalanche yeah, they, are a good uh, team. Yeah, they they had a blowout victory. We had a blowout victory, and then all the other ones have two of them have been overtime, and one of them was decided with six minutes left in the third quarter. I mean, third period. So uh, yeah, they're three tight, three very tight games. Yeah, so. it's been a it's been an interesting series. Uh, Phillies were doing good for us, and then Bryce Harper, son of a gun, the idiot breaks his thumb. The guy hit him with a pitch. Blake Snell yesterday hit him with a pitch in the hand. Ninety-seven mile an hour fastball. Uh, that'll that'll sting. Yeah, so we lost the MVP. So, and the, guy, the pitcher on the other team was apologizing in the whole nine yards. But to me, uh, retaliation should have been. We our players get hit all the time, and our team never retaliates. And we're supposed to be. Billy, tough guys, blah blah blah. We're a bunch of wusses. I, I, the very, the first three batters would have been pegged by me the next inning, because they got to <laughs> stop that. You can't. No, Bryce gets brushed back all the time. Bryce gets pitched inside all the time. Bryce gets hit all the time. He goes up to the plate. He looks like a, a football player with all the stuff he has to have on, and and there's never retaliation. Uh, I pitch for a long time, I'll have to admit. I like to scare guys off the plate every now and then. Believe that or not about me, John. Really? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have you picked that way. Yeah. Nah, I, no, I did not oppose to my coach telling me, uh, yeah, Joey's, uh, Joey could use a beanie ball over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, coach, you picked the right guy. But, no, nah, really, Harper out. The MVP of baseball, you know, best player in baseball, you lose. Yep. That don't help. That don't help. I don't know what it is with our players, but we lose Embiid in the playoffs. Now we're losing Harper for the season. It's not a good thing. So just now i got to pray for my Eagles. And they're scaring me because everybody's rating them as a top four team in the NFC after the offseason. That's not good. That's I, don't, not I want good. everybody to leave us alone. They hated us yeah. forever. I don't want you liking us now. Yeah, you start building all that hype up for them, and then you, you well, not only it, it it's uh, fodder for the uh, locker room and stuff, but you put a target on their back too. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, leave us alone. We are a good team. We did. Our our GM had a great off season, and leave yeah, us, yeah, yeah, they did. Leave, really did. Yeah, so. leave us alone. Leave us leave us hide out, and then let us come up in a sneak attack on you. So. Another couple weeks, and I'm out of out of my uh, Atlantic City job, John, and I cannot wait. Yeah, sounds good. I've had enough of that, huh? Oh, well, uh, tell me, I mean, would you enjoy this uh, this week alone uh, as the Baltic Towers turn? Uh, we had a police standoff with 60 cop cars and a guy locked in his house one block away. We could see the whole thing going on. And then somebody at the other end of the road lit a church on fire. It was a wonderful week, John. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. you know. No, it's wonderful at the uh, the old plaza down in Atlantic City. Uh, but anyhow, I'm glad to hear uh, you're back at work. Any uh, craziness going on? And the reason I'm glad to hear you're back at work, that means things are going in the right direction. So, But uh, any any interesting bus stories today? Uh, not really. I did a backstage Epcot all morning. Um, so I circled around the world nine times, and then I did uh, Epcot to all the all-star resorts this afternoon. So uh, I can't I can't really think of uh, anything too exciting that's happened the last couple of weeks. Um, How are the yeah. crowds looking, John? 
I know there was reservations available for Epcot today. Uh, when I was pulling back into Epcot several times, there were still reservations available on, on a Sunday. But then uh, pulling into All-Stars, it was backed up with people checking in. So it, I don't know. It's kind of mixed messages. Either they freed up a whole bunch more space at Epcot or All-Stars are just packed or I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it was – it looked uh, – Epcot looked okay, but then All-Stars looked packed. So. Yeah, well, I don't know if All-Stars is just lack of people working to check people in. No, that was just a security booth getting past the security booth. And uh, generally you can tell when there's a lot of people because uh, both lanes will be locked up and stuff like that. It's a Sunday evening, too. And mm-hmm. Sunday evenings when, you know, if you're on a regular vacation, you leave, what, Saturday morning, get down here Sunday evening. So. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to see how things continue to go with, I mean, uh, with the way the economy's going, I, I don't... I, I got a couple trips to book, but I've had uh, literally in the past two months I've had five cancellations. So, and that's high for me. That's five out of seven trips I have were canceled because of uh, yeah. Said they can't afford it right now. They're scared to afford it because they're afraid of what's going on. I got a big one to book, which it, I have a dilemma, like because I want to use. Uh, I have to use because it's a friend of the one of the managers of my the agency I work for. It's his buddy. I booked his trip before. But they need to rent two. They need the rent. There's, what is it for? There's eight of them going all together, and but they want separate bedrooms. You know what that's going to cost? And they want on the monorail loop. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah, and and I want to tell them to go. And I hate to say, I want to tell them to go to David's if you get what I'm saying, because they would save a lot of money. You know what it's going to cost for me to book through Disney for. Uh, anything on the monorail with uh, s- separate bedrooms? $175,000. <laughs> exactly. And I'm afraid to even call them back. Huh? <laughs> I, don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I mean, you want eight bedrooms on the monorail loop. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, they want, they want, yeah, it's going to be two rooms. They want two separate rooms, but they want each room to have two, uh, two be- like a separate bedroom. So they want separate rooms, and it's like, so I got to get a couple of suites if you get what I'm saying. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're staying uh, eight days. It's like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be a nice trip, but also I'm just thinking about, uh, yeah, yes, yes, this is $22,557. <laughs> Did you prepare them? Did you go, you know this is not going to be cheap, right? <laughs> no, dude, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even, I just said, oh, is this what you want? For sure, for sure. Because the guy who works at the agency, it's one of his, it's his best friend. And when he calls him up to book it, and this guy, John, has been booking trips for 30 years now. Every time somebody calls about Disney, he sends them to me because he says, it isn't fair. I can't do the job he can do. Because, like, John don't know about reservations. And and there's so many things right now, John. I, you have to know what you're doing to help somebody do a trip down there now, even more than ever. Am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, with all the new crap, it's, I, you know, it still amazes me, Doug. I, I, I get over to the Magic Kingdom, and there's people buying tickets there in the morning. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Honestly? I mean, you, you thought about going to the Magic Kingdom and you figured you'd just grab tickets when you got there. <laughs> I mean, no. really? No. Okay. But, 
No, that's nuts. I mean, I, I would think they'd be at will call picking them up that they already ordered or something. That's where they're getting. No, 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 no. They're actually buying tickets. Holy mm. cow. I don't even know if they're going to get a reservation. Mm-mm. Well, that's the thing. I go to John. I said, do you know that if now to get in the parks before you even go down, you're going to have to call. You're going to have to get online and get on my Disney experience and book your reservations. Said, what do you mean reservations? The ticket's a reservation. <laughs> no, the ticket is just you giving them money. Yeah. If you if you don't get on there and get reservations and you go down and you got a seven-day ticket and you have no reservation, you, you, just because you have seven days in a room doesn't mean you're allowed in the parks anymore. And that's a yeah. crock of crapola, if you ask me. And no, there's so many the people ticket, don't know if that. If they sell the ticket, you should be able to... I mean, at the, at the very least, well, like I said today when I saw the re- Epcot reservation available, at the very least, you'd be able to go to Epcot and after 2 o'clock park off somewhere else if you had to park off. But, it, I mean, so inconvenient to, yes. to try to schedule this stuff. So. If you sell somebody a room and you sell... Like when I book and I sell that package for that date, this is just my opinion... Disney C, when I booked the entire package with the tickets and all, that should automatically go in. These people are going to the parks that week. Do you disagree with me? I mean, it's too much work. Okay, you got to get up at 7 to book Lightning Lane. And then you also got to book reservation. It's like, this is more work than some people's jobs to go there for the week, John. <laughs> and then you got to yeah, have dining yeah. reservations. And you got to, I mean, it's like, holy moly. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I think if you book a package for the, the trip, the room and the ticket. I mean, for the, the it should automatically be that you're allowed in the parks that week. Do you, don't you agree with that? If it's if if you're booking the package and you uh, you're locked into the week, say the yes. second the first week of December. If you're locked into that week, then before you even finish it, if they're still doing the reservation in the system, then they should make you pick what day you want to go where, and then you're locked in, and then you have the ticket. The, the availability yeah. you know what i'm saying because you, you shouldn't even be able to buy it if you can't make a reservation 100 so. percent. i mean like like right now don't let me and i'm not even trying to be smart but right now i could book a christmas vacation for somebody for the week of that week and there's a strong possibility that reservations by by the time somebody that's normal would book them that whole week could be booked up and they could be stuck with a ticket and be there for the week of christmas into new year's and not be able to get in the park under the way things are right now you know what I'm saying? If they're not, yeah. if they're not Disney savvy, or they don't, have, you know, or if they have an agent like my buddy John, my buddy John would have booked the trip and not even told this guy that Jeff that there needs to be park reservations. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and believe it or not, there's more of that than there is not. Not everybody that I, I all the agents we have, like, we got like 15 independent contractors at least that work for the company, and I bet you only two of us know all the rules of Disney. Oh yeah, that uh, booking a Disney trip, especially as time goes on and on, is a lot different than just booking a, a trip to Hawaii or something. You know, yeah. there's a lot more that goes in into it. So. Yeah, it would be like, yeah, okay, you're going to Hawaii. You got to make reservations to get in the water. You do know this now, don't you? <laughs> We're only allowing so many people in the water per. Could you imagine that? And Disney's bigger than some areas of Hawaii, if you get what I'm saying, with their private yeah. beaches. I mean, it's like, come on. I, I just, the reservation system needs to stop right now. They need to go back to the park's full, the park's full. Am I right? 
Yeah, first come, first serve. And yes. If you get there at 11 o'clock, don't be surprised if the Magic Kingdom is full. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Totally. So, I mean, they reach capacity. Yes, so. that's the way it needs to be, especially for Florida <laughs> residents, because I think it's bullcrap. If I, 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 if I lived right outside the gates and I always had an annual pass, I, I you, you got, we got protests going on in this country the last five years i'd be i'd be the one outside with the sandwich board saying this is bullcrap i want my i want my entrance to disney the way it used to be <laughs> doug has his uh priorities <laughs> no but do you get my point like we're so there's you know how many people are like me and you john that live up our way that moved down there to be able to have an annual pass to go whenever they wanted and can't do that now yeah no these these reservations are are BS. So hopefully at some point they get rid of them, but I don't know if they really will. And, and I'm not being smart, dude. Florida's a beautiful state. The only reason you're moving in the Kissimmee area is to go to the Walt Disney World. Because if you were in love with the park, that would be the last area anybody would decide to buy their retirement home. Am I wrong? I don't even know where Kissimmee is. I know where Kissimmee is, yeah. but I'm not even sure of where this Kissimmee place is. It's over so. by Lake Buena Vista. Lake Buena oh, Vista. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, you, you slaughter. You got slaughter. Lake Buena Vista and you have Kissimmee, John. They're both pretty close to each uh, other. Uh, you know. No, if you were going to move down here and not uh, and not go to the parks, you'd move to the Keys, you'd move to New Smyrna Beach, you'd move over to St. Augustine. That's actually where I would mind living, St. Yeah. Augustine. Yeah. Uh, maybe even and if you were an active uh, senior and you wanted a lot of stuff to do, you'd move up to the Villages. Yeah. Um, play golf and drink all the time. Well, a lot yeah. of STDs running around, but yeah. no, Kissimmee and uh, St. Cloud would not be your area that you wanted to move to. No, so. and 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 most of those people that bought there is the reason they love to go to the parks. Like my my friend Mrs. Goff, she she bought a couple of those seasonal passes every year. She can't even do that no more, and that's one of the reasons she moved to the area. She loves the parks, but she don't like the crowd, so she would go the seasonal time. You know what I'm saying? So she could just roam oh, yeah. around when she wanted. And now she's pissed off because she can't do that. So I don't. I don't think it's fair. They need to go back to the way it was, my opinion. And you can disagree with me. That's what this beautiful country was built on, right, Johnny? No, apparently not. Apparently, no. we can't have uh, disagreements. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest problem. Nobody can it's see the other side. It's either dull whip or it's, uh, it's citrus, citrus swirl, and that's all there is to it. Yep. So, what will we do? Uh, what will we call? I, I don't know. I'm trying to think who in the political world would be the Dole Whip and who would be the Citrus Roll. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, John. Anyway. Uh, Doug, I know, I know you wouldn't uh, uh, you wouldn't belittle yourself enough to watch uh, South Park, but there's an episode of South Park where the political choices are between a giant douche and a turd sandwich. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like every time we go to vote. Uh, you, that's your two choices. Yeah, you know? well, there needs and in, in this country more than ever, and I think it could be supported. Is there needs to be a third party, an independent party that sees both sides because the way both somewhere sides, down the middle, yeah, somebody, somewhere down the middle instead of both sides somebody, pandering to their to their bases. So, yeah, somebody yeah. understands that there's a right to bear arms, but there's also a need for gun control. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, John, was that like, should I be like a, a Princeton scholar now that I can think of that, John? <laughs> I mean, there's somewhere in the middle where why can't we, any of us come to the middle anywhere is what the problem is. And it's yeah. so sad, John. It really is. You know, 
I believe in a woman's right to choose, but I also believe in life, John. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's somewhere in the middle here, isn't there, John? Yeah. Well, apparently not, Doug. No, apparently that's the problem. Like, no, everybody else is wrong. Everybody wants to beat you up or kill you because you don't agree with. No, let's listen to it. Let's listen to it with an open mind without attacking me or attacking you. There is somewhere in the middle. Like, like don't hate the person that has this belief. Listen to him and ask him why. Don't like just go to an attack mode all the time. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah apparently you are. Because that's not that's could, not what we're going. We're could, going to two decisive uh, uh, points. John, uh, me and you have disagreed on many things off the air. Am I wrong in our in our different views? But we both we never leave mad at each other, do we? <laughs> well, that's because we have common sense, Doug. Yes, it's like and we're also we're also and, and uh, Lisa will be the first person to say this. We're also dudes. She cannot if she gets in an argument with her sister, they stay mad at each other for six months. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, there you are, she is not a. I mean, I can have a discussion and argue, and even an argument. And I used to get in serious throwdown arguments with my brother, but an hour later we'd be having a beer together. Yeah, you know, that's just what it is. Well, so. that's how my whole family is. Like my whole family. <laughs> I, I can't imagine, really. <laughs> yeah, but the, you know what I love about my fa- the one thing I there's a lot of things that drive me nuts about my family. I will tell you this, but the one thing I love about my family, the Davises, the Hagens, and our whole side, we can tell each other. Like when you leave each other, you 100% understand where you you know where you stand. There's no rock unturned. There's no walking out the door and talking about me. No, because you're going to tell me what a butthead I am right to my face. And and I prefer that. You know, I don't like the, oh, you're a great guy. And then when you leave, what a putz head. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But no, we need to, we need a party down the middle that can kind of sweep things all back into the same pile, John. Because everything's dispersed everywhere right now. So, but anyway... At the end of that, go birds! <laughs> Philly, Philly! <laughs> what about the lightning, John? Go lightning! Yes, go bolts! Yeah, there you go, go bolts. See, I don't know nothing. I sound like a, I sound like a nerd when it comes to your team nicknames. Go bolts! But anyway, uh, what do we have here this week, John? I'll tell you what. I've been cooking really good for Presley lately. We're trying. To oh, okay. <laughs> even better. Well, I'm looking at food here, but I was thinking of him as we started, we're trying to slowly uh, wean him off of dog food, the preservatives and all that crap, and making his own meals for him. Because my wife's been listening to this show. It's an animal, a bunch of vets, and they're wrong with, uh, you ever hear the lady Jillian Michaels? She's a fitness uh... trainer and all this. I think I've heard the name. Yeah, they were talking about some the dogs in other countries and other places will live to be almost 30 years old in good shape, and it's because of the foods and stuff that they eat. Ain't that crazy? They're saying, yeah, well. yeah, they're saying if you feed them the right way in a lot of ways, like the proper foods, like vegetables and stuff like that, nothing processed and all that stuff, it actually helps the the, the dogs, their joints and everything better the fibers and all in the meals so we've always fed presley chicken and steak that i've cooked for him to add to his dog food and all but like this week i still ask a couple weeks i started making them uh we got ground chicken and i'm putting peas carrots and veggies and all in it for him and making individual meals for him how's that sound john oh boy he's eating better eating than good most. In presley's neighborhood yeah my boy but you know it does make sense that preservatives are not good for you so 
Anyhow, let's start with uh, look inside the Top of the World Lounge. John, have you ever been in the Top of the World Lounge at Bay Lake Tower? I have indeed. How do you like it? Uh, well, uh, apparently I can't go anymore, but uh, yeah, the time I went in, really enjoyed it. Why can't you go anymore? Uh, is the top no is the top of the world is that the DVC one? Yeah. Uh, apparently they're changing it to where only people that own it Bay Lake Tower are allowed to go to it. They are they Disney's or you can, you can pay you can pay I believe to go to it if you're. So what sense you, does that make? That what does that uh, make? You tell really? me, brother. <laughs> what really does that make? So by you telling me you want it for only your guests that own, I get that because you're trying to keep the space for them and not let more in so it's not crowded is what it would mean to me but then when you start to charge it's like blank you dvc owners we want more money out of you like what like who i don't understand the idiots that run this parks do you sometimes it makes me wonder yeah yeah i mean you re you're you're uh what penalizing your most loyal customers and believe me dvc members are about the most loyal customers you have out there and so you're going to penalize them i mean it, it, i don't oh man i lost you right on your rant know, John. Was... wait start your rant over again i lost you on it oh my goodness every time johnny gets into a good rant it's like i think the disney executives are in the mountains oh. and they block out the show Yep, the mountains of Claremont. Yeah, but I I also think it seems like every time you're going on to a major rant, it's when you're actually when I'm actually <laughs> allowing you to talk is when you go blacked out. And I'm and it's yeah, usually please. when you're on a rant about Disney. I think it's the Disney executives that black out the show. <laughs> I think they have a, a thing that's block you. Yeah, they probably have this little uh, chip in my phone. Yes. me spending so much time out there. They know when I'm getting ready to. Uh, to piss and moan, and they they zip it, zap. Yeah, so. yeah. I've heard DVC are your most loyal customers, and then Bob Chape zapped you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, on the Facebook group, there was one guy who, I mean, he's one of your defenders. Um, well, I bought DVC just so I had the, uh, you know, a vacation place to go stay. Any other thing that they ever given me, that's just icing on the cake. And if they want to take it away, so be it. <laughs> okay, buddy. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I don't understand because the time we were up in the top of the world lounge, there was about 12 people there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, maybe, maybe if you would, if it was going to be a crowded night, you know, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. you know, and you yeah. wanted to restrict it for the fireworks, uh, the magic kingdom, and you knew that you, you had all, your Bay Lake tower was full of guests and they all were all planning to go up there to watch fireworks. Okay. Maybe I understand, but otherwise I just don't get it. It just doesn't make any sense. There wasn't ever enough people up there that I could see it being a problem. See, I could so. even see if the cheap SOBs may required a one drink minimum or something for everybody. Okay. I, I, I yeah, can even I can, see I that. I see that too. You know what though? And that wasn't a problem. As soon as no. we got up there, I had a glass of wine. I bought Lisa a soda, and I, I was up there with uh, my, ne- my Mr. Young Republican uh, Nicholas at yeah. time. So, and I, I got them two sodas, and I had a glass of wine. So I don't know what the big. Of course, you know, a place like that, you want. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I hope that friend or that that one that apologizes for them. 
I hope at his own private house, the township comes in and bulldozes his whole front yard and pours the street there and tells him, we need it. You don't need a driveway. You don't need a side porch. You should just be happy. You you have a house. house. That's all. We're taking the rest of your property from you and tough titty. So, you know, it's it's crazy, John. People drive me nuts with their apologies for Disney. Top of the World Lounge officially reopens on July 11th at Disney's Contemporary Resort as the villain's lair. Following following the special hard-ticket event, the Bound to the Bad fireworks party on July 8th through 10th. So they're having a special event that you got to pay for, John. A hard ticket. Of course. Though long gone by now, it seems like Disney's villain briefly settled in a while and the lounge was closed, leaving behind... A few infamous portraits and accessories. Uh, That skipped down like major. Disney cast embraced embraced the latest chapter in the lounge's ongoing story by creating a new villain-inspired menu. From churn a board of meats and cheese and herb roasted, and it's not charcuterie board, it's called churn a board of meats and cheeses and I know I've mispronunciated enough things on this show to be in the, to assume that I'm reading this wrong but I promise you I am not unfortunately soles shrimp to layer made hummus and who's afraid of the pork belly slider paired with clever- <laughs> <laughs> uh, paired with the cleverly named cocktails the other side the underworld and mirror mirror moonshine so, y'all have uh, who's afraid of the big bad pork belly slider? And then uh, I'll have a layer made of hummus, please. Sound good, John? There you go. Sounds good to me. Uh, top of the world lounge, the villain's lair is open from 6 p.m. to midnight daily, subjected to capacity restrictions and operating hours. Check in time starts at 5:45. Complimentary parking for eligible members begin at 5 p.m. pending availability. Eligible members must present digital member card and photo ID to security to confirm accessibility. Does that mean DVC member ID, John? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They've, they've uh, you've got a digital card you can download now. So. Okay. The lounge may include blackout dates such as holidays, July 4th, New Year's Eve, etc., and special events night. Upon arrival, members must check in at the Top of the World Lounge of, at a villain's layer, layer desk on the ground floor lobby. At least one member in a traveling party must accompany the group and present a current Magic Band digital membership card and a government-issued photo ID in order to gain admission to the observation deck. So apparently, if you are DVC, you can get in here right now, John. Okay. That's the way I'm reading it now, with no extra charge. Like I said, I would even be okay with a one-drink minimum, but I don't think there should be an entry fee for this place. You already pay enough with your dues and every damn thing else. Yes, yes, we do. Yeah. Twice nightly performances of Disney's Enchantment coming to the Magic Kingdom. Did you ever watch uh, Harmonious on Disney Plus? No, I didn't watch it. Okay. I started it, and then me and Brenda got sidetracked for some reason, so i got to go back to it. And continue with that, did you watch the latest Obi-Wan? I watched all of those, and I watched uh, Turning Red. So okay. How'd you like Turning that's Red? Right. Uh, it was pretty good. I understand why uh, 
super uh, well. I, I don't want to you know, offend half of our audience, but I understand why some people got offended by it because uh, I mean, some people don't. Uh, there, there's a certain portion of the population that doesn't want to admit that women have periods all the time and talk about it. <laughs> and they run away. They run away scared when uh, uh, anybody mentions it. So that that's probably why. Yeah, oh, so, I have to watch it to understand everything you just said, John. Uh, there was a really, really funny part. So yeah, okay. and, and it has to do with that type of stuff. So, okay. but yeah, for for the most part, it was it was actually really good. And it, it was pretty predictable, you know. Uh, uh, mother daughter uh, having their rock rocky relationship, and then of course at the end, all coming back together. Oh, so well, yeah, know, I thought it was a have, sweet movie. Yeah, you got to have the up, then the down, and then the back up. That's the Disney there you profile. Go. Uh, there you go. Did you, uh, now, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, for the next couple minutes before I get into this enchantment, we're going to talk about Obi-Wan real quick. So if you don't want to hear about the latest couple episodes or any of it, pause this for the next two minutes, next minute. Ain't going to be a long minute or two. So, now you, did Lisa watch all of them? Uh, no, she's supposed to be binging them this week when okay. she can't do much. So okay. I'm going to check with her, but I don't think she's watched them yet. Okay. You watched the last episode? I did. Okay. Why does he not kill Darth? I mean, does that make any sense to you? Is it just because, uh, because we got to keep the story going and that's it? I mean, <laughs> what other reason would you not? Dead. What's that? <laughs> It wouldn't make any sense if he was dead. I mean, <laughs> well, somebody else could take over. Like why? Like what? But like this man wants to kill everybody. He has them beating, which I thought was awesome. The the filming of that was incredible, don't you think? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And he he goes, I know you're no longer my friend anymore. So why don't you just, if you know that, just end it there. I and it made no sense to me with that. It should have shown him yeah. flying off or leaving, or at least escaping. Not just Obi-Wan leaving him there on one knee. And as Obi-Wan's walking away, Darth's telling him he's still going to come and kill him. So, I mean, like, he wouldn't even give it up as, as as he's walking away. Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Obi-Wan knows that he was destined to die on the Death Star or something like that. You know, yeah, you have to go with the story. I don't know. I hear you. It uh, just, I think they, the, I loved uh, I'm liking 95%. I'd say 97%. I think I was more up on it on a few episodes than you. So don't get down on me, John. But my point <laughs> is, I think that was horrible writing right there. I think they should have showed him escaping somehow. Because we didn't know this part of the story. They could have written it any way, written it any way they wanted to. They should have had him escaping somehow and telling him, I'll be back or something. Don't just allow him on bended knee on his last breath, barely can move, and Obi-Wan walks away from him when he could have ended all the problems and save Luke and Laura's no, life. What, what I would have liked Laura. to see is the, Luke the, and Leia. Luke and Laura. Don't, <laughs> uh, too much general. Oh, my goodness. It shows me. Oh, I'm so embarrassed, John. <laughs> no, but, you know, Luke and Leia, I mean, it, sh it could have saved everything there. What they should have done, I, I guess, is have the Emperor swoop in on some kind of uh, uh, ship and fire enough to, uh, you know, uh, back Obi-Wan up and then rescue uh, exactly. Anakin and Darth Vader that way. So. Yeah. Because, that... I mean, we saw the Emperor, but we didn't see him until the very end there for um, yeah. uh, Hologram. So. Yeah. But do you, do you, at least we're on the same page with that. Don't you think that would have been better writing if he escaped? Not yeah, It seems like they could have done something with it. But, yes. Yeah, but 
like you said, for the most part, I thought it was a fantastic show. It was phenomenal. That's yeah, it. And That's the battle it. scenes were really good. So. Yeah, everything. I, that little actress who plays Leia is incredible. Yeah, she was fantastic. Really good. Yeah, she's so. incredible. And 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 the other villain that's turning out to be good, she's doing an incredible job. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was pretty good too. She didn't die. I was kind of surprised about that. No. Well, yeah. And and again, like, well, why did he leave her left? Well, maybe she had a redemption arc. So. Yeah, I'm just. You know what I'm saying? It's a. Uh, uh-huh. it, it, but the show is. I give it. A, I give it nine Rotten Tomatoes, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but anyway, we're done with this before spoil. We're back to normal. But if I ruined it for anybody, you didn't pay anything for the show, so that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah, it's what you you get. Freebie. Sometimes there's some rotten parts in it. But anyway, Disney Enchantment, the Magic Kingdom's 50th anniversary fireworks spectacular, will have two more performances each night during the busy July period. So, uh, according to the latest Walt Disney schedule, Disney, Disney Enchantment will perform 9, 20, and 11 p.m. from July 14th through July 24th. The 16-minute... That sounds weird. Why not? I, I mean, I, I think the re, oh, the whole July it should be. I mean, I'm happy they're doing it. It means the park should be open later. The 16-minute Enchantment featured fireworks, lightning, laser projection, and first-time projection efforts extended from Cinderella Castle down. The first time is extended down Main Street. It does look beautiful when the lights on Main Street all change, don't it, John? Yeah, it's really cool. So, they have a video performance online, and you can watch it. Me and Brenda seen it. It was really beautiful, John. I watching that buildings change is awesome. So, I don't know. What do we have next, John? You can't read and drive? Uh, no. Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you what I've got next. I've got uh, two uh, turkey hens and about a clutch of ten baby turkeys. That's that's what I had. So. <laughs> I'm in the country. Oh, okay. Uh, taking them home as pets? <laughs> uh, we, had a, we had a colony that lived behind our house for... Uh, I think two summers ago when COVID was going on, there was about 10 babies. So. Yeah, we have a group of geese and a couple of guinea hens that try to come on the property. And then, those geese are no joke, dude. I, I Presley goes Oh, yeah, they get mean, won't yeah, they? Yeah, they get flying up on their, their wings are flapping, but he won't back down. It's it's a whole, you should, that should be on America's Funniest Video when the three of us are out there. <laughs> or actually the five of us, because there's three of them and Presley and me. It's three on two, John. It's not fair because Presley's stuck with an old man. Yeah, see, uh, Presley's the Republicans, geese are the Democrats, and Doug's in the middle trying yes, to. Uh, yes. Can we just all get along? Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Hoop de doo musical review. We talked about it. That's returned at Fort Wilderness. I'm happy that's back. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a, it's a fantastic show, and I was so happy I had the chance to see it a couple of years ago. So looking forward to uh, dragging my son to it at some point. The only thing people are mad about now is you're not getting your food in the buckets anymore. Okay. And and they said that was one of the great parts of the show. I'm, I don't know if that's in this one, but that's been one of the complaints online. that When you ate there, you remember when they served the food in the buckets? I don't know if that was a pivotal part of the uh, festivities for me. <laughs> okay. Well, it has something to do with uh, – there's been pe- 
the the people like it better than the, they're saying that they get more with the bucket or something that was more no. than okay. the skillet. No, it was just the way it was served, and they said it would stay hotter on the plate, in the on the uh, table, inside the bucket. That's all. No, I'm not trying to pick. I'm just I'm just talking about it. I really. I'm just, it just seems like a trivial thing to worry about. But okay, people. I mean, well, I, I don't. A bucket. I I don't know. I mean, is there something that you get served with at Cape May Cafe without the? I mean, with the way it would come, that would ruin that for you if you did it so many times. I don't know. Uh, I just don't have crab legs. I just won't go. No, so. well, there you go. But I don't know. People are complaining about the stuff not being served in the buckets anymore. So. That's all I'm saying. I gotta read what I'm reading, John. <laughs> Don't shoot me. I mean, I am not. It just it just seems awful. It, we're not complaining about the the songs or the way that they're performing or or even the quality of the food. No, it's sort of a different way now. No, it just everybody. The 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 thing I'm getting is is when it comes in this big skillet, it falls out. It's very cumbersome. They they liked it better to pass it, move it. And it they thought everything was better in the buckets. They don't understand okay. why these buckets are gone and with the family style. Like, cause, okay, when it's in a skillet, because it's coming on the skillet and the chicken's piled on each other, if you're not, a, like, if it, if Brendan touches my chicken, I'm fine with it. But if a stranger touches my chicken, that whole freaking skillet can go back because I don't want to touch it. Now, if you pass it in a bucket, my hands are on the side of the bucket. You're not touching my chicken. Does that make sense to you? I don't want anybody other. I don't really want anybody besides my wife touching my chicken most of the time, John. So. So, John, when you disappeared, we were talking about, and we disappeared again, and we won't get into that, but when you disappeared into the wood, I was saying they changed it from the buckets, and I think what the buckets did is it kept the food a little more like when it was in the skillet they're piled way high and people's touching your chicken when you're passing the food around a table i think it's easier to pass the food in a bucket where it's more can safer than everybody breathing touching it because i admit i'm a sissy i don't want anybody touching my food i really don't i don't want sucking fingers and then you touch my food does that mean so keep it in the bucket that's all i'm saying i don't want it in the all piled right, high right. skillet so, all right all right, that sounds good. Anyhow, maybe, uh, you know, buckets give you that sense of KFC or something like that. You know, you're, you stopped on the way home and picked up fried yeah. chicken. Well, so. Chicken should be in a bucket. It's always yeah. better in a bucket. Uh, what's this now, John? And I got to remember not to put that other part in because Johnny got a little, <laughs> little blue on us around here. Yeah, a little blue risky yeah, there. Little... It wasn't Doug. It wasn't Doug. It wasn't Doug. It was John. Yeah. <laughs> We talked about how if, if the worst thing in the world would be, uh, would be, uh, we were arguing over buckets. If that was the only problems we had, and <laughs> yeah, then, if that uh, was the big issue. Yeah, the then then John went a little blue about Bill Clinton in the White House, <laughs> so we we had to cut that out. We can't even go there. So, uh, well, anyway, where we're gonna go is, what's this? New Resort Studios open at Di the villas. The villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. You hear anything about this? Not a word. I don't know. And it has like the Mad Hatter over here, John, which my wife is doesn't like the Mad Hatter. It's her least favorite. Uh, the Cheshire Cat and all them freaked her out as a kid. I have to admit, they freaked me out too. You know, the, Alice I, I'm Wonder sure. I, I'm sure that you're. Uh, your wife dislikes those, man. She would have hated Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. 
Um, and I know because you you've mentioned to me before that she hates that whole devil demon thing and all that type of yeah, stuff. So she's this yeah. not a psychedelic kind of kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Toad, you ended up in hell with demons all uh, around you. So yeah. No, she got that a little bit with me for the last thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she's got her own personal demon, yeah right? she does bill dickerson or deekerson senior vice president and general manager of disney vacation club shared dedication remarks and welcome guests to explore the new resort studios celebrate celebrated from the victorian architecture and elegance the villas at disney's grand floridia resort and spa is one of the grandest disney vacation club resorts says deekerson in addition to the expanse and Deekerson also shared new enhancements have been made to the existing villas. The new resort studio features two queen size beds and a day bed welcoming up to five guests. That's good. They need more five guest r- rooms on property. You always had the parents yep. with the two kids and a, and a, a, an infant. And you also have the parents that will bring the mother-in-law or another family member along to help out and they need the you know what i'm saying the fifth bed and this is good to know yeah yeah and uh, not to mention if it's just three people uh that aren't really close mm-hmm. uh maybe you want a, your own bed you don't want to necessarily like if me you and uh, uh nicholas were all going i think we'd all probably want our own bed Absolutely. you know what i'm saying so. and we know who'd have the day bed nicholas <laughs> <laughs> young man that's all you brother yeah you don't got an old back yet kid get one one and two bedroom villas, including kitchens, large living areas, featured, featuring the comforts of home. Three bedroom grand villas sleep up to twelve guests. So I think what they did, did here is they brought out the whole Alice in Wonderland cast to to celebrate the opening of the resort. Is what this was all about, John. Oh, that's cool. So that was pretty cool. Uh, speaking of that, Doug, I, I, I don't know if I've said this before, but um, little how handsome and good-looking, and what a great guy I am. Oh, I mentioned that at least once a week. Okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, if you're driving around property and you see a uh, painted RV, it's a shorty RV, not the big mega mondolith uh, RVs, but kind of like a small Winnebago, and mm. I think right now it's got the 50th anniversary paint on it. Um, and you see it pull into a resort, pay attention to where it goes because that's a character, uh, caravan. And so when, yeah, when they park, there's, uh, usually Mickey or Minnie or, uh, Goofy or Donald or somebody will pop out. And the ones I saw at Caribbean beach last week were all dolled up in their 50th anniversary stuff. Um, so that would have been really cool if you're, you're out and about and you you managed to catch Chippendale and Donald and the 50th anniversary stuff. That's cool. Good heads up there, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, holiday overlays coming to the, coming to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot, John. So there's going to be a Christmas overlay for that. That sounds pretty That'd cool. That'd be strange. I mean, the the attraction just opened. We're going to put holidays on it already? Well, I guess because of that well, mapping, they can do it without any problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, maybe Santa Claus will be zipping around the earth there or something. Well, and if they're doing it on this, I'm wondering why they wouldn't do it on Mickey's Minnie's Runaway Railroad over at the studios. Yeah, that would make perfect sense, too, because that's all, that's all mapping. Yeah, so. they should have Christmas and Halloween kind of deal. I don't know. It says holiday, so I don't know if they're, they're – I would assume just Christmas, but you know what happens when you assume, John. <laughs> 
I'm just going through it real quick. New, not details yet what songs will be included on in the holiday overlay, so they're going to have Christmas songs, apparently. So that's one of the overlays, too. Maybe some rocking around the Christmas tree, and uh, probably not Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Mm, you're getting sick enough, that might be a perfect song for you to hope you Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Dougie shot some phlegm out from his reindeer. <laughs> oh, jeez. Do you want to know what the... How many songs are there currently on Guardians of the Galaxy, John? Nine, ten, or eleven. There's six total. Six. Uh-huh. Really? I thought there was more than that. So I know again. Do you want me to sing them for you? Uh, I, I know two of them. What are they? That would be Blondie. And uh, 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 Miami Sound Machine, uh, uh, whatchamacallit song. Hell, I can't remember the songs, but I can remember the uh, <laughs> groups. Okay, well, <laughs> the one you know of Blondie is One Way or Another. Yeah, or the other. I'm going to yeah, find yeah. you. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you, get you one way. <laughs> and then the other one is Come on, everybody, let's do the conga. Can't you get yourself any longer? That's as far as I can go with that one. And then there's I Hate This Song. Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world. That song gets on my nerves. You like that song? <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I was a little bit behind you in high school, so yeah, it was, I was kind of uh, listened to that, a lot of that pop in the mid '80s. So. And then this one, I don't like this one either. I ran, I ran so far, oh, far away. away. I gotta get away. <laughs> I mean, I hate that song. Yeah. And then Earth, Wind, and Fire. September's probably the only song I like of this whole group. I'm not a. I was hoping for some Journey, some Foreigner, some you know, like real rock and roll. This ain't rock and roll, John. Actually, I was thinking it was going to be. I mean, because the movie was so full of seventies. Yes, uh, rock music and roll, as opposed to eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So I was. I was thinking there was going to be more of the seventies type of stuff. I was kind of surprised with the the eighties in there. So. And yeah. Miami Sound Machine, I mean, that's late 80s, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. If I knew it, I would think yeah. very low of myself, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, again, I, I mean, if you like these songs, I, I, we could still be friends. I just, I, I don't like any of these, except for September from Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's the only song that I would, let me put it this way. If I'm driving down the road in my car and I'm flipping channels when the sports show's on commercial... And I hit any one of these songs as long as it will play is till I can hit a button to change it to the next song, except for September. So riding the whole ride listening to these songs is gonna drive me nuts. I literally thought it was gonna be like this like you said, like the movies. The movies had all seventies classic rock on it. Yeah, yeah. Well now you know why so many people are getting sick. Yeah. This is some this ain't some Pepto music to me, John. Uh, so, nah, I enjoyed them. I, I think I'd enjoy every song actually on there, so I'll be okay. No, major renovations coming to Disney's Magnolia Golf Course. Uh, what are they doing over here? Arnold Palmer that- Golf Management will be improving the Disney's Magnolia Golf Course as they reimagine holes 14 through 17 on the finishing stretch of the course. That's pretty cool. Is Magnolia the one over by Shades of Green, the Polynesian? 
I think so, John. It's been a while. I played it. All right. Well, yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, because that one, yeah. that one is literally right on the uh, reconstruction over there by Car Care and stuff like that. And that exit from the Magic Kingdom, Floridian Way. That whole area right now is just a, just a mess. Just a freaking mess. It is so beat up in construction, and and they've got the flyovers halfway done. And I mean, we drive past it, and every bus driver has been talking to each other, trying to figure out what road is going to connect to what road, and where are you going to get out, and how you're getting there from the Grand Florida. And it just doesn't make any sense right now. I know the engineers are a lot smarter than all of us, and no, they'll have not. it figured out. No, they're not. <laughs> but, but at some point, I mean, this it just looks just convoluted, and they've been working on it since, I believe, I started working at Disney. So hopefully this gets done sometime soon. I know the, the bridges are done, and uh, but the uh, up ramps and all that aren't even close. And it was supposed to be done in October. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, if it says here, each of the four holes are anticipated to be reimagined primarily as follows. The 14th hole, which is a par 5, will become a new par 4 with a new green location. 15 is par 3, will shift location become a long par five dog leg to the right. So that does sound like it's in that area, John. They're changing the course. Yeah. 16 yeah. will shift location, remain a par four, but will become a dog leg left. And the 17th, currently a par four, will become a par three with a new tee box location. The 16th and 17th hole will be connected by a new wooden bridge through the forest, over the, beat, over the bridge and through the horse. Grandma's house we go. There will be several new fairways and greenside bulkers, Imagineers, and accommodate the shifting holes location and selections of a new teeing ground suited to test each player's level. The changes to the holes will retain the par 72 traditional nature of the golf course. So it'll stay the same par 72 course, which is, it's a nice course. Uh, I haven't had the I haven't had the pleasure of playing any of the courses out there, and we get really good prices every Christmas, and I really want to, but uh, no, I don't, and I, I was gonna say if you were down at some point, I'd want to play, but no, you're too, you'd be too competitive, and you'd make fun of my golfing techniques. So I need to find somebody. No, else. I would not, dude. <laughs> I am actually good. I see, dude. That's what I, I mean. <laughs> I, no, but I am competitive. You get mad at me for no, taking mulligan. No, no, stuff, no, so. no, no, no. This is the only time I get mad on the golf course, right? The only time I get mad at the golf course is when the idiots don't go. You could hit your ball 20 times as long as you walk to your ball and hit it. I just don't like when people meander around and sit there and bullcrap when they could be moving, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. okay, if me and you're in the same cart, right, John, and we're waiting for the people on the green, I'm going to grab, like, I'll look at the distance and I can kind of see where I'm going to be. I'll grab three and four clubs and walk over to my ball so this way you could be at your R's and we're ready to play golf. Instead of waiting for you to hit, then you drive me over. I can go over and stand next to my ball. Doesn't that make sense to you? Well, that's the way you're supposed to play. Exactly. But most idiots do not play that way. They sit in the cart and complain about their everything going on in the world. They're complaining about how long things are taken. And then this is what the idiot really does. The idiot, after all that said and done, especially if it's some of these courses where you can't drive across the fairways, you know how it's cart path only, some yep, area. Yep. Okay. This idiot will walk all the way over to his ball and take one club with him and realize that's the wrong club because there's a tree or this or that, and then walk all the way back to the cart to grab another one. 
take three or four with you. Play ready golf. When you hit up to the green, take your putter with you. Like if you're going there and you think you're hitting towards the green, take your putter too and just walk to the green. Don't be so lazy. That's the stuff that bothers me. You could take 37 chips. You could take fit. As long as you're playing and, and acting like you're into it, I, I'm the here for you. I just don't like, I don't like ignorance in anything. Does that make sense? Kind of like the people that I pull up and will look at me and go, I've been waiting here for 45 minutes for a bus, and then they'll take 10 minutes to fold their stroke. Yeah. Is that, is that the kind of people that you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the same idiot that is in the line at the convenience store that know what they're paying with and wait till they get all the way to the register to take their wallet out to grab their debit card. <laughs> like, have it ready in your hand to go. You know, I mean, it's just that simple. Like I used to tell you, I pick on my brother. He wanted to write a check years ago. I'm like, oh my God. no, but you know you're going to Home Depot, idiot. Have Home Depot filled in. Have your driver. You know you've done this a hundred times. Why do you wait to yep. get to the register to write it all in? Everything yeah. should be filled out in the truck except for the price. Do we agree on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm amazed when I see people still writing checks every, every and, once in a while now. And, so. and that is fine as long as you have your license out and ready for the price. Like, you know yeah. they do the same crap to you every time and you're going to stand there like a moron. That's when I comment. And I used to break my brother's stone. So it used to be till we got arguments. In this. You understand? It's like, but you know you're paying. But yes, John, they're the people. It just... I've played with guys that are almost scratch golfers that I hate playing with more than a guy that shot 140 just because of the way they play. And they yeah. think they own the course, and it's all about them. So I'm a rulesman. Yeah, uh, you know that. I'm a rulesman. That's my whole deal. You asked me uh, earlier if there was anything that happened this week on buses. I forgot. There was something pretty interesting. So um, I had people get on at uh oh uh, porter lanes yesterday we're going to hollywood studios and they they get on the bus and they said well what they want to do is is get over to hollywood studios and then take the skyliner over to epcot and it but it was starting to rain they said well it run during the rain and i said well if it's not you can walk and they went what <laughs> like, yeah there's no problem you can actually just walk right from hollywood studios you're kidding us yeah. No, no, there's a walkway right there behind the side restrooms that go right over to Epcot. And so uh, I was able to impart some knowledge to somebody, uh, Doug, that uh, you had imparted to me. So there you go. And that is so weird. We talked about that on the show because Robbie likes that walk too. So that is awesome. I, we got to find a way to put Doug's trail somewhere on there. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if Disney called it Dougie Way? You're you're asking for an awful lot now. Uh, Dougie Way. Dougie Way. Dougie well, you Dougie. already got you already got Davis Run from the you know Epcot to Porter Lane. So. There you go. Thank you, buddy. Did you love me? You bet. Uh, um, I don't know if Disney does though. So. No, I don't think they do, dude. But no, I know they don't. Narcozy's at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort will now be closing from July 14, 2022, for its lengthy refurbishment. So. It's saying the dates changed for the refurbishment of Narcosi, so that's going down. The closure was originally planned to begin in June, so it was pushed back to July. So, but there's no uh, 
To add more dining capacity, the resort Citricos will be available seven days a week beginning July 14th. Citricos is a good restaurant too, so. Anyhow, you ever eaten at Citricos? No, actually, I don't think we've eaten at any of the Grand Floridian restaurants, especially right. not uh, Vicky and Al's. No, never Vicky and Al's. I'm too lowfalutin for that, but they're all really good there, John. The, the lounges are good there. The food's really good at the Floridian. The Disney Wish arrives at ride the newest and greatest and latest ship arrives at uh, Port Canaveral, John. New fanciness. Yeah, the wish is there. Wish a, when you wish upon a boat. <laughs> uh, very nice. Yeah, Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza construction update from Epcot. They're still working on this, John. Is this ever going to get done? I don't know. Is all of Epcot ever going to get done? That whole construction up front is just cattle cars, cattle shoots. Dude, it is a. Ma- I mean, there is some major, major fence up here, dude. I mean, they might have been better off to just put a, just cut the whole, make everybody come through uh, the back entrance and call it a day here and, and get everything done. Just block the front of this park off and did it in one shot. You know, that's a, remember uh, us talking about Seven Dwarfs Mine Train years ago yeah. um, and the amount of time that it took to get that done because it was in the middle of the park. They had yeah. opened everything up around it, but then they could only move stuff into where they were building Seven Dwarfs in the middle of the night because yeah. they had to you know, close it down. Like, this is kind of like that. It's like, you know, to the point where, I mean, if they would have just shut the front for three months, maybe they could have wiped it all out in three or four months. Yeah, this is yeah, they, they have defenses now, dude. They're all the way dude, they're all the way towards the lagoon. With the way this is now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's all I the mean, way better up. just come into International Gateway and play like you're just walking around the world. Yeah, you, you know where farting what's, around with future world. What's the name the Odyssey. You know where that is? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm just kidding with you. But the Odyssey, everybody out there. The fence comes all the way down by the water, all the way over there by the Odyssey. All's left is the pathway along the, on the around the water there, or not? Yeah, it's almost. A- I'm I'm lying. No, no, where this is. I'm sorry, the picture's wrong. Take everything back. I just said it's ooh, the the, ooh, fen- ooh, the fence is all the way around where the waterway goes from living with the land along that those. Know where they have like the. Uh, the planters out in the water there, John, over by living with the land, that walkway that takes you to Canada. Yeah. The fence is all the way over here now. That's where the fence is. Uh, now that I'm looking at it, that whole path is just basically a walkway now. It's about the size of a sidewalk down there now. Everything yep. else is blocked off in that entire middle area. So. Yeah, and that's one of the prettiest areas there, too. That big rose garden there and stuff. Yeah, so. that's all going right now, Johnny, from what I'm seeing here. Yeah, the whole center with the uh, fountains and everything, that's all blocked off. So, I don't know. Can you hear Presley? Uh, no. No, he's been going nuts for the last 10 minutes, and for some reason, nobody's letting him in. So, hold on one second, John. I'm going to cut the show off for one second. Hold on. All righty. So, anyway, John, as I went to stand up to go let him in, all of a sudden, he's in, and I heard him flop right outside the door here, so... So he's good. Yeah. Well, the only reason I was getting worried is I didn't know if Bren was in the shower, and uh, it's like 90-some degrees outside right now. So him and his long coat, the last thing he needs is to be out there causing trouble. Uh, 
slide replacement underway at Disney's Blizzard Beach. You've seen any work going on around there? Yeah, there's a lot of cranes, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, just people shuttling in and out over there. So, and uh, I don't think they're going to build a new attraction, but they are replacing some of the slides. So. I'll tell you what, Robbie, I'll give a little spoiler alert. He wasn't too impressed with the Riviera Hotel. He was with, really? Yeah, he was impressed with the new uh, Destinino Tower at Coronado, but he wasn't really impressed with uh, Riviera. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. I've heard a lot of people that, that are like Robbie and didn't really care for it um, for one reason or another, but then I've heard some people that absolutely love it. So, uh, yeah, I've heard some people compare it to a uh, – uh, moderate resort tower or something that weren't very uh, fond of it, but then others really liked it. So, see, I think it looks beautiful. I think it really looks nice. But what he tried to say was he didn't actually say it was a horrible or anything like that. But he more compared it to like a, a I forget the exact hotel he used. I'm just saying it now, but like to a really nice Hilton or something that like a, you know that was built or. Uh, you know, it's gorgeous, but he said it doesn't have the theming that all the other hotels have, is what the point I is. would certainly agree with that, and I can tell you just from driving in and out of it um, at least once every, every three or four days, it's certainly not, it doesn't have that curb appeal. No, uh, that's what he was yeah, trying good, to say. Yeah, that's a good reference. Um, it, it's, it doesn't grab you like so many of the other resorts do, where you have a, a long, um, drawn-out driveway towards the resort, and then you get into it and stuff like that. And it does, just from, as you approach it, it looks like a Ramada or something. Yeah, that's know? what he, he said. It. He said it looks, it's a very nice hotel, but it's basically like the hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's how it looks from from driving towards it but then once you're inside of it and you're i think once you're inside of it and you have a room and especially if you have a room that's facing the the pool and stuff i think you get a a better uh feel for it and will enjoy it more but if you have one of the rooms that's facing you know it'd be great at night you know if you're facing epcot but otherwise if it's during the day and you're facing you're basically facing um bvd of point of vista drive which just is not that beautiful of a view so no it I mean, I've seen the inside of a lot of rooms. We've had people from the show stay there who, you know, but they're on the other side of... Yes, there was poop in the walkway at Disney, but I know it was there for a reason. It was there to emphasize something positive, like, you know, and you know or that'll never say anything wrong. You know what I mean? But yeah. I have seen pictures of the resort. It, it, the rooms do look beautiful. And I do yeah. like the uh, TVs that have all the interaction with them. The new uh, smart TVs, you know what I'm saying, John? The one that your whole trip's in the itinerary on the TV. I do like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really cool. Yeah. So, but the Grand Destinino, he said, really is a lot better than than that, from what I remember from the interview. Which I think the Destinino Tower looks good. I'd be happy to stay in either one because I'm going to get a discount, so I'm good with it. I think they're both nice. But I'm just saying, I've heard. I've heard anybody trash the resort, but I've heard, like, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's nice, but it's not your normal Disney resort. But they charge you Disney prices, don't they? Yeah, and I'm not I'm not overly impressed with the landscaping up front. There's basically a big retention pond um, up front that's by the uh, Skyliner, and it's, it's just not beautifully landscaped. And we're so used to it everywhere else, you know. Um, it was, it's a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. So. And there's more construction up to date. Uh, there's working on Moana. Journey of Water inspired by Moana. I cannot wait for that. 
Just if I get to hear the song once a day, I'll be happy, John. There you go. That song makes me feel like such a woman, John. <laughs> Inspired. <laughs> okay. Uh, did I say that out loud, John? I think so. Okay. Doug's very in touch with his feminine side. Yes. Anyhow, what else do we have here, Johnny? Walt Disney World news today, John. What do we have? Did you pull over? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You sound wonderful. Yeah, I'm about home. So I, I know I'd lose it if I uh, uh, stayed on the track home. So. Where are you at? Walmart parking lot? Uh, actually, it's sitting across the street in a convenience store. Okay. I won't Trying to stay Walmart. away from Walmart. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I had... I went in there the other day, and I'm, I'm still got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> you got the skeebies, do you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just not my favorite place, Johnny. Uh, oh, this is the one I wanted to talk to you about. Did you hear about this, John? A woman was arrested for slapping her husband at the Animal Kingdom, being so stressed out about <laughs> a week at the park. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that's not surprising and, and the fool did it right in front of Orange County police officers that's why she ended up getting arrested they got in a major fight in the parking lot and they're yelling back and forth at each other and he goes to walk away from her and she, she spit on him at first now I'm, I'm oh, sorry oh, I, I'm oh, sorry uh, mm. if my wife ever spat on me I, that would be it overdone you know Unless uh, she's, uh, it's an accidental. But if you just spit on me, it's over. But then she smacked them in the back of the head too, right in front of the cops. Isn't that? It, it's it, 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 it's funny that that we would we would would both agree with that. How upset we would be if our our, our wives ever did something like that. But yet we kiss. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. Yeah, it's just. It, 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 we also hold about. hands, John. But if you flip me the bird, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, John? Yeah. Uh, There's just something different about being spit on. It's uh, like the it ultimate is. disrespect. You know, I'll, I'll rub her feet. Why, I'll rub her feet. But if she kicks me in the rear end with it, I have a problem. <laughs> you know, there are different. <laughs> but anyway, a woman was arrested for slapping her husband. At Disney's Animal Kingdom earlier this month. The reason they were fighting, the husband said, was the stress of their Walt Disney World vacation caused, <laughs> caused on their marriage. It, uh, I won't read their names. Was charged with domestic violence, according to Orange County Circuit Records. The couple have been married for six years and have two children. Both stated they have never been pre have ever been in a previous incident of domestic violence. Now Disney, you see what Lightning Lane does? <laughs> I told I could hear her now. I told you you should have got up at six thirty to call the Lightning Lane. We got to get on flight of passage, and you didn't do it. Come here, let me smack you in the head. I bet it was flight of passage. Yep. I bet it was. Just after 5 p.m. on June third, the couple got into a fight in the parking lot in front of an Orange County Sheriff's deputy. The family had spent the day at the theme park, and it, it, the husband had told authorities. They began to argue verbally about marital issues related to their stress of their vaca Disney vacation to Walt Disney World. Uh, they put their children, they say the guy's name, he put his children in the car, and then proceeded to, the wife put the children in the car, and then proceeded to curse at the husband. Walked away from... A, the girl attempted to, and the husband attempted to end the argument. 
He continued to walk away. She followed him, spinning on him as he walked away in the direction of my patrol car, deputy wrote in the report. While walking away from the patrol car, the woman then slapped him with an open hand in the back of his head, at which point the parties were separated and were spoken to by the Orange County authorities. The woman said she slapped her husband because he deserved it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, break it down. All said and done. I'm sure we both deserved to have been slapped a few times, John, but you don't do it. you should never do it. The report said the husband wasn't injured and didn't want to press charges against his wife because he knew he'd really get his butt kicked when he got home. Yeah. But they were still arrested and taken to jail. Disney trans trespass uh, to jail. Disney trespassed her from the Walt Disney World property. The report added. So they took her off the property too. Uh, they did not. So you want to talk about your stress level just going, especially if they were staying on property. Your stress level just really doubled, didn't it? So yeah, I just like the fact that she said, "Well, he deserved it." Deserved it. Yeah, he didn't do lightning late in the morning on Genie Plus. He didn't understand it. So, um, what else we have here, John? I'll get you out of here real quick. And uh, what else do we have? Spirit of Aloha building completely demolished. That's pretty cool. That's the other thing that's pretty cool that we talked about, that uh, the walking path from the Magic Kingdom also opens up the, the ability to walk to the Grand Floor, I mean, to the Polynesian, too, from the Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It adds to it. If you want to go over there for lunch or go get Dole Whip there instead of Aloha Isle. Right, John? Yeah, when we were there last year, we walked all the way from the Magic Kingdom parking lot to uh, the Magic Kingdom, which is certainly doable nowadays. That's another thing that I, yeah, I'm glad we brought that up. All right, so, you're muffling Doug, yourself you're, a little bit. Go ahead and... Oh. You're going to the Magic Kingdom, Doug. Yes, I am. I'm so happy. Can I get a balloon today, John? All right, and for some reason, Doug has slept in. He's getting there at 9.30. Okay, and Doug, never you've made happen, a mistake. Go ahead. Well, yeah, Doug, you've made a mistake. You do not get to the Magic Kingdom at 9.30. You're going to get backed up at the toll plaza. You're going to get backed up trying to park, and then you're going to run into a serious backup at the security checkpoint. Yes, so I am. You, you, you've made some mistakes here. So once you park that car, walk across the parking lot, and go to the Polynesian. Go to the Polynesian, get on the monorail, or walk your happy butt all the way to the Magic Kingdom if you want to. Take a boat, take monorail, or walk. But I would not walk through the uh, uh, security checkpoint because it gets backed all the way up to the parking lot. And that just doesn't look like fun in the mid-afternoon sun. I don't know about you, but I prefer moving. I don't care if it takes me five extra minutes, but I'm moving. I'm walking. I'm doing something. I don't like standing in line for no apparent reason. And Why do you so think dry- I found the walking path from the Swan yeah. Garden to Hollywood Studios? <laughs> there you go. So, uh, yeah, first of all, don't go to the Magic Kingdom between 9.30 and 11 o'clock. Just don't. You do yourself a favor. Get up early or sleep in. One of the two. Don't get there at 10 o'clock. That's, it's, it's a mistake. It's a very big mistake. So don't do it. No, 100%, so. John. You're so right about that one. And, that's and if why... you, it, actually, if you do, do yourself a favor and take the bus. Take the bus because uh, don't drive. 
because you're just you're gonna imagine how many people are gonna get slapped in the forehead <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you, you've been waiting in lines all week now you're gonna wait in line to park you're gonna wait in line to get out of your car you're gonna wait in line for the tram you're gonna wait in line for the security checkpoint you're gonna be sick of waiting in lines before you even get to the magic kingdom so well that, that that's why a lot of times we end up at the magic kingdom at like six o'clock there you go. Especially the summer hours, because I prefer to, I prefer the Magic Kingdom at night anyway. When it's when it's summertime, that's why I missed the, the days when the park used to be open to midnight and then extra Magic hours. Remember, you could be there to one, two o'clock on during the summer a lot of times. Remember those days, John? Actually, there was one day in the winter that me and my son were there until I think one fifteen or something. I got a picture of our car in the parking lot. It's the only car out there, and that was yeah, that was on a frigidly cold day. Yeah. Well, well, and you're and you're right too because that's one of the best times we ever had was mom's birthday yep. week in February. And it was open to midnight and I remember Mark, my brother-in-law and his wife were falling asleep down on the ground and me and Jimmy were on our 20th trip on uh, Splash <laughs> Mountain just kept wa- we just kept waving them on, dude. We were I'd still be on that ride if those two didn't come with us. Me and Jimmy would have been there till they threw <laughs> us off of that cuz that was Literally, no lie, all, all kidding aside, it was a minimum. We went, we waved them through six, seven times, John. We stayed on it in a row. How cool when was, I was that? When I was 16, and this is long before extra magic hours or ever staying on property or anything like that, me and my buddy Jeff got annual passes, and we stayed to close the park out one night. We rode Big Thunder Mountain Railroad 19 times in a row. Yeah. And they just kept, kept letting us go and go and go. And we actually rode it until they, they closed the park. And then we, like, butthead, stopped and got ice cream on the way out. So we were, like, the last people to leave the park. But, it's yeah. awesome. That is absolutely awesome. Uh, Drury Plaza Hotel, Orlando, near completion, now accepting reservation. You see the Drury at all, John? No, I don't think so. Uh, I, I'm trying to see here. The Drury Hotel. The Drury, I think it's over. I'm bringing it up now. I think it's on over by the Springs, John. Uh, the new Drury, yeah, the new Drury Orlando Hotel Orlando in Disney Springs area is near completion and now accepting reservations for their Oct- October 27th opening and beyond. You can head over to their website. The Drury has announced they will. Not charge resort fees. They will not charge resort fee. The fee is usually twenty-five plus tax per night, and they will have complimentary amenities, which include a hot breakfast, dinner time snacks, and beverages at five thirty p.m. Kickback Wi-Fi and shuttle service to all four Walt Disney World theme parks and Disney Springs. Cast staying at the Drury Plaza Hotel will will be able to take advantage of early access to the parks. There will be a Starbucks coffee and a Pizza, Pizza Hut Express on site, as well as two restaurants. That sounds really nice, don't it, John? Yeah, it does. Doesn't sound bad at all. And not charging resort fees. They might be doing it. It might be inside the price, but I prefer it that way, don't you, John? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's all rolled into one. Yes. Call it a day. Don't sit there and nickel and dime this. And we got one other thing here, too, John. Adventures by Disney. Now, I'm thinking about doing this, John. You want to do it with me? Uh, Yeah, let me uh, get my fourth and fifth mortgage going to afford any Adventures by Disney trip. Okay. The Adventures by Disney, 110,000 private jet 
to parks around the world sells out in pre-sale. <laughs> Man, y'all got some money. Yes. This extremely expensive trip to the parks around the world in a private jet plane completely sold out in pre-sale several days ahead of public sales day. Now, I wonder if Robbie, Judith, and Tommy are doing this and they didn't tell us about it. <laughs> it does sound like fun, yes. but uh, a little unrealistic. Pre-sales for the trip opened on June 20th for previous adventures by Disney guests who have traveled on three or more adventures on June 22nd for all previously adventures by guests and then on June 24th to Golden Oaks residents. So they got all them first. Sales were scheduled to open to the general public on the 28th. However, pre-sales guests snapped up the opportunity. Well, they went to the people that had all the money. Speaking of Golden Oaks, Doug, there's a house for sale that's on Realtor.com right now in Golden Oaks. $2.5 million. The estimated monthly payment on a 30-year mortgage. Go ahead and give me a guesstimate on what your monthly payment on a 30-year mortgage on this house would be. $32,478. $86,457.37. for a mortgage payment. Who in the world has that type of money? And if you do, why would you make a mortgage payment? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe yeah. that's the thing. You just buy it. And I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, I think 26.5 or something. It was ridiculous. Though. Uh, yeah. It had more bathrooms than bedrooms. It was, it was weird. Ten bathrooms and seven bedrooms. Well, you might have to take a leak between rooms. <laughs> that's what it's for. Uh, 75 tickets were available for this 24-day adventure. Guests will stop at every Disney park or across the world, as well as three... This sounds awesome, though. As well as three additional landmarks. I did read about this, and I got this across my my Disney travel site. You know what I'm saying? But the reason I didn't really get into it, it was already sold out. Yeah, yeah because yeah. we have so many listeners that could afford that. Yeah, so... Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, man. Well... Like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Tommy, Judith, and uh, Robbie are doing this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Taj Mahal, the pier- the three additional places are the Taj Mahal, the Pyramids, and Gaza. Uh, the Pyramids of Gaza and the Eiffel Tower. Good grief. Uh, <laughs> and you know you're going to get uh, special treatment at those, too. Probably yes. wrong. Oh, yeah, because... Walk that, right in. So. See, that's the wonderful thing by Adventures of Disney. That yeah, I've looked yeah, into yeah, a no, few of them. Which, like, you go to Italy, part of your itinerary, you could pick your itinerary. Like, you can go into uh, one of the restaurants, and the chef will teach you how to make homemade Italian pasta. Or, you understand what I'm saying? You can work or play a violin somewhere or piano. There's all different yeah. kind of things. It's really yeah, cool. Real experiences like that. And, like, if you go to the Tower of London, you skip the line. If you go to Vatican, yeah. Vatican City and you want to see St. Peter's Basilica, you skip the line. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're right in, you see it, and, and do what you need to do, and you're out. So, it's, yeah. I mean, going by yourself would be great, but, man, it, it, you just think you're going to spend hours and hours waiting in line. So, I, 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 from what I've heard, ABD trips are supposed to be. Oh, they're phenomenal. We've uh, yeah. I've helped on a couple, and I've never heard a bad thing. Yeah, either of I. The real life sword adventure will fly out on July 9th and return the day before my birthday, August 1st. The only one private jet trip is currently scheduled. Adventures by Disney is asking their guests to join a wait list. Adventure by Disney will likely 
schedule more flights to accommodate the demand. So that's one hundred and ten thousand dollars a person times seventy five people, John. <laughs> well, we need to charge you to get into a, this and that. You know, they're they are so they are so. Uh, no, everything's good. Brenda just came in. Uh, Hi, Brenda. Yeah, she was checking, wanting to check on Lisa. She thought I was done. We're not done. Now Presley came in and flopped on the floor. Did you hear him? <laughs> uh, I'm just, that, uh, what else do we have here, John? I think that's about it, buddy. I don't see much more. I'm going down. They got some uh, crazy, oh, Believe this or not, John, breaking, breaking, breaking news. Guard, uh, Rise and Resistance has broken down a couple times again this week. <laughs> really? That's breaking news, is it? I think it would be more breaking news if it ran all week with no problems. Yeah, well, I was being facetious, tongue-in-cheek. I figured as much, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, and that's about it. And new Mickey Waffle Pandora charm available at Walt Disney World. There's a bunch of more stuff, but I'm not going to get on that. Uh, now, and then Magic Kingdom's also going to have holiday overlays on Space Mountain, John. Have you, I don't think I've ever heard of them being on there before. Have you? I've heard uh, in Disneyland for uh, Halloween, but um, out here, I don't think so. Oh, and one other thing, and we'll, and that'll be it, John. Uh, Believe it or not, John, the dates have already been announced and pricing for the Mickey's not uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party. I was going to say the not so scary Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, blend the two. Uh, yeah, they got they got scary elves. Uh, the Christmas party begins on July seventh, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomorrow. No, that's when booking begins. But uh, what do you think the very first date is, John? What day? Uh, let's see, November 1st, November 2nd. No, well, no, dude, they actually gave a couple days. November 8th is the very first day. Really? A whole week? You're kidding me. Yeah, they left a whole week out this year, John. And what do you think the price is for this, John? Mm, $169.95. No, $159. Oh, look. Yes. And, And what kills me is... November eighth is one fifty nine, and then they drop it to one forty nine, John, for November tenth, yep. and then it goes back up to one fifty nine for November eleventh. So that must be a Friday or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then yep. the fourteenth, one forty nine, one forty nine, the fifteenth, and the seventeenth, and then it's one fifty nine on the eighteenth, and now something happens between the eighteenth and the twentieth and the twenty second. It goes up to $179 because I'm sure they're giving out more stuff, don't you think, John? Yeah, it's closer to Christmas. No, but that, for some reason, though, John, this is the crazy part. For the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days between November 29th to December 9th, or December 8th, it drops back down to $169. Oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, well, yeah, it, well, it's off, it's down for Thanksgiving. Is it? Thanksgiving is it on the twenty the twenty second? The point is, no, it isn't. But December first through the eleventh, it it drops down to one sixty nine. So if you, I mean on the eighth, 
So if you're there on the 8th and the 9th, and I got a client. So, yes, if you want to go on the 8th, it's 169. And then, but no, we want to go tomorrow. No, that'll be 179. Well, what, what happens overnight that it costs me an extra $50 from my family? I mean, is it that night not so, dude? Crazy. I, I don't get it. And then the great part is on the 20th and 22nd, they're going to give you extra stuff because it goes up to 199 for both of those days, John. Ooh, 200 bucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't get it. And every one of these prices I gave you, they give the children a break. Ages 3 to 9, John, they're $10 less on all this stuff. Oh. So your 3-year-old needs to pay 150 bucks to get into the park, John. They should just bend you over and kick you right in the rear end as you're going in. Or give you a, a if you have a three year old and they charge you one hundred and fifty dollars, they should also hand you a pin that says schmuck, because I, I mean it's just so wrong for them to do that to you. What what does a three year old really get to do for one hundred and fifty bucks, John? Don't ask me, but people will spend it, Doug. Yeah, it's just crazy, but I don't know. But yeah, two hundred dollars. So family of four, you're talking. 800 bucks those last couple days. If not, you get to go for the low, low price of, what is it? 170, 170, 340, 680 bucks. And I don't think tax is included either. I didn't see tax included. So, you know, that's, that's a pr deal to go there, isn't it? No, but it's not. No. But apparently people will pay it. Yeah. So. They do every year. Again so, and again and again. So, what are you and the beautiful Lisa doing for dinner tonight, John? Uh, frozen pizzas. That sounds good. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having. Yeah, a... actually, uh, we get Kroger's delivered because uh, uh, it's we we find it cheaper to do it that way because we don't have to go to Walmart and get enticed and buying tires and oil changes when you just get groceries <laughs> delivered to the house. Uh, uh, and so we um, they have a, a series of items from Kroger's called Private Selection. It's actually really good stuff. So I get some uh, fancy pizzas that only cost four dollars. So <laughs> there you go. I'm watching Slinky Dog in the background as you talk to me, John. I love you Slinky know, Dog. Somebody made a good point this week. You know the wraps they have on some of our buses out there that look really cool. Yeah. Uh, the Frozen Wrap and the Cinderella one and stuff like that. On one of our articulated buses, if when they come back and they do another wrap, if they don't do a Slinky Dog articulated wrap, that would be awesome. Missing an easy. Easy. I mean, can you imagine the people that would be just enthralled with that that bus? So, I don't yeah, know I why they, they haven't done that yet. I think they could even charge extra to get on that bus. <laughs> they probably would. Yeah. I got yelled at this week or one last week too because of uh, all the ideas I give them to charge for. <laughs> Stop uh, it! Stop! Oh, and one other thing I'll, I'll let you know. Like, you know Jimmy Fallon, the late night host? Yeah. Me and my wife, I, he seems like a really nice guy, but his his fake laugh about everything, and he's such a, uh, uh, how can I say this? He's a butt kisser. Well, Kristen Bell was on there the past one of the days, the last couple of weeks. I've seen it on YouTube. It was the last couple of weeks. And now, I don't. I have never heard this out of anybody in my life, and you tell me if you had. Have you heard of anybody that he's sitting there telling her? Frozen, because she, she said that Frozen 3 is coming. They, she can't make the announcement because she's not authorized, but everybody's on board. So she kind of hinted at, it hasn't been announced yet, but hinted at it's a good possibility. He goes, that's so awesome because uh, 
Frozen, each one keeps getting better. Frozen 2, we, we love so much more than Frozen 1. Now, you know anybody like Frozen 2 better than 1, John? Not a single person. Now, is that not just a complete... That, like, he lost... Now, he lost 100% credibility to me. That would be like telling me Toy Story 4 blows away the other three. You know, I like Godfather 3 so much more than 1 or 2. Yeah. It, it was such an outstanding film. Absolutely. I mean, Michael was horrible in the first two episodes that I had. He, he, he really lost brought all it credibility. Home. Yeah, he brought it. Yeah, he's sitting there kissing her butt, telling her how great 2 was. I'm like, 2 was, I, I honestly, it was okay. I don't even think 2 was good. I, I mean, I don't think it was great. It was okay. I mean, I don't want my life back for watching it, but it wasn't. None of the music was as good as one. Do you agree with me at all with all that? Uh, Lisa watched it and told me not to bother, so I haven't even seen it. Yeah, so. well, there you go. So thank you very much. And and we both liked Toy Story four, but we both thought it was it was way if if it was the first Toy Story ever made, I would I would have liked it a lot. But after the bar that they set, you got to admit it was nowhere near the original three. The three. You know, and, and Jaws 3 just wasn't nearly as good as Jaws 1 and 2. So, no, no. I concur. But, you, like, the other three, like, with the three Toy Stories, if you argue with me about you like one of those three the best, I could live with it. The fourth, yeah, no. no. No, I could not. Because something in the first three might have hit home with you, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you might have grew up in a daycare center and had a bear like Lotso attacking you every once in a while. <laughs> so I can't argue with me, right? Exactly. Or your dad might have had a lotso on. He might have had a bear on his hood in front of his pickup. I mean, his uh, tractor trailer. We don't know yeah. this, John. So, but anyway, we will let you go home to the beautiful Lisa. I'm sorry I held you this, held you this long, but I miss my Johnny. I'm glad to have you on again. We only get to talk once a week, and I enjoy our talks. Give Lisa our love and and tell her we're praying for her to, and continue going in the positive direction. And enjoy your pizzas tonight. Yeah, we will. And uh, once again, thanks to everybody for all the support. Uh, really meant a lot to us, and uh, really has brightened her, brightened her mood up to know that uh, so many people care. So yeah. thanks again. Well, we love you guys, and uh, everybody, please be kind to us and head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Or on we're on iHeartRadio, and also uh, where else did I say we're on iHeartRadio, and we're on uh, what's the one that uh, what's the other. Uh, the big one, John. I can't even think of it right now. Well, Joe Rogan, Spotify. Joe Rogan, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, the Nut, Nut Rogan's over there, so Spotify. And uh, go over to those two or catch us on iTunes or Stitcher or everywhere else. But I did sign us. I did. We are streaming on the other two services. So if you could go to iTunes, please re- leave us a review. Everybody be kind to one, not one another, and we will talk to you real soon. I need to get off here because I can't speak anymore, John. Yeah, go Bolts. Go Bolts. Bye, guys. Philly, Philly. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.